So you're doing everything you learned about to get into ketosis, but keto isn't working. Today I'm going to help you to understand why it is that ketogenic lifestyle isn't giving you the results you've been looking for. Hello wellness warriors, welcome to mind-blowing health and wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, your keto psychologist. The reason that I make these videos is to help you to understand that your physical health and mental health coming together is what gives us that overall sense of well-being. If you find these kind of videos helpful, subscribe. I make videos every week. In order to help you to understand why keto might not be working for you, I'm going to talk about two different groups of people. Those who are doing keto to the T, and then those who are not quite following keto appropriately. To make this simple, I'm going to start with the people who are not following keto appropriately. You're going to figure out for yourself which group that you feel you fall into. So the first mistake I want to talk about, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on, is believing that you're following keto correctly, but you really aren't. And usually this comes about because you've stumbled onto keto and maybe even watched some helpful videos from people who were talking about their experience and what they did, but not really fully understanding why whatever they happened to do in their life was working. And now they're giving you advice and they're telling you to do things that they did that worked for them, but generally speaking, isn't the way that keto functions. So that's the first reason that a lot of people believe they're doing keto correctly, but actually are, are not having the results that they're looking for. Because in reality, keto is about healing the body, fueling the body appropriately, and understanding how food leads to a healthy body. When we focus on weight loss, more so than health, we don't actually notice the things that help us to see that keto is working which means that you miss things like improved energy, mental clarity, stability of in insulin, stability of blood sugar, the fact that your body is using ketones rather than sugar as, a, as its main fuel source, the fact that your body is much less inflamed, so there's, no, there's less inflammation, and the fact that your body is repairing itself. Part of the reason you might not notice some of these things is because, like for example, having stable blood sugar is not something that we pay attention to because we're not checking our blood sugar if we're not diabetic. However, you might see that I'm not hungry often, but because we're used to overriding the not hungry by eating at a certain time, you don't realize that that's what's happening. You might be able to notice that you have less inflammation because you feel better, but again, it happens slowly and the fact that I can run up the stairs might catch my attention all of a sudden one day, but if I really wasn't focusing on that as the reason for doing keto, I might not link it to keto. And I also might not even notice it until well into the situation or until I stop doing it and my knee pain or joint pain comes back. So part of the reason that most people don't focus on these things and then use these things as markers of, yay, keto is working is because they're not looking for these things, especially if I came to keto based on people who were doing weight loss more so than based on people that were trying to improve their health. So the other reason that people who just aren't doing keto correctly um, are going to not see the benefits of living a ketogenic lifestyle, so therefore not get to the part where they live all the benefits, including the weight loss, is because they're impatient. So keto isn't a miracle, right? It's a way of life. And basically it's a way of life that corrects mistakes that we were making that was causing us to be in poor health. If you think about if you've ever tried to change a bad habit, like being a procrastinator, swearing, being late, fidgeting, 
Like these kind of things are really difficult to change because likely you've been doing these bad behaviors, poor behaviors for years. And keto is trying to help you correct poor eating habits that the majority of us have been doing at minimum 20 years by the time we decide to get into a ketogenic lifestyle. When it comes to the way that we eat, when it comes to the way that our body looks, we're expecting that not only are we going to make huge changes that are not in line with what we normally do immediately, but that our body's going to react immediately and we're going to just do this way of eating and be thin and everything's just going to fall into place and that truly isn't the way that it works. Wanting those results yesterday caused us to make mistakes because we then don't invest the time and energy it takes into allowing our body to heal. And then we end up giving up on keto because we're not seeing weight results when, if we were paying attention, we would see those other results I talked about a few seconds ago, right? We'd have more mental clarity. And if we were allowing ourselves to see that, we would notice. We have more energy. Oftentimes, when I talk to people who did a ketogenic lifestyle and felt it didn't work, and I ask them, well, did you have more energy? Often the answer is yes. When I ask them, were you able to focus? Often the answer is yes. When I ask them questions about how physiologically they like, for example, was there less pain in the body that they might have improved? Oftentimes they did it long enough to have noticed some of these improvements. And when I asked them, well, then why did you stop? The answer is often because I wasn't losing weight. So they had achieved some weight loss and people were happy at the very beginning with that quick weight loss because you go down maybe 10, 15 pounds, but then the rest of the weight loss is much slower and frustration sets in because they believe that it shouldn't be that long. Again, trying to solve a problem that it took me 20 years probably to get here in a few weeks. We need to be more patient. The problem is that we're so invested in being thin that we won't eat healthy if the result isn't that I'm going to be thinner, which is so counterintuitive because eating healthy helps our body to actually feel better. You know, it's a really hard conversation when I have pe with people this idea that I want to feel good, but then when I'm actually eating well, feeling good, but I'm still overweight, somehow the value of feeling good isn't more important to me than weighing less. And so this weird thing happens in a lot of people's heads where they say, well, if I'm going to be overweight anyways, I might as well eat and have these fun flavors. And so now we're trading fun flavors. So we're prioritizing the taste of food over our health. And anyone who knows me, so all you wellness warriors out there understand that I say always prioritize your health over the taste of food because your health matters so much more. And in the long run, when the doctor says, oh, Violet, now you have this condition and yeah, you're past the point where food can solve it and you need this operation, I'm going to wish really hard that I had prioritized my health rather than the taste of food. So that fact that the standard American diet, the standard Canadian diet leaves us feeling physically horrible, but tastes good. We trade for eating foods that in our opinion in the moment taste less fun because trust me they become delicious when they're what you're eating and sort of you're used to but in the beginning yes i get it i remember what it was like it it was less fun but we trade that fun taste for poor health i also want to point out and i'm saying this we need to understand this piece of information it is the most important thing i'm going to say today being fat 
is not body damage. Being fat is your body's way of protecting you from the toxin that is sugar and alcohol and other negatives that we ingest because we think we're smarter than our body. And our body processing things that shouldn't be there and storing them away in our fat storage so that our body can be healthy, so healthy, stay alive. But we don't like the look of fat, which, okay, fine. Understand, being fat isn't the main problem. Sugar in our blood, so more than five grams of carbohydrates in the blood system, is so poisonous that your body would rather put it away as fat then let you die from that situation. We need to understand that that is just the reality. So being fat is not the major health problem that most of us are facing. Too much sugar that we eat, which will cause high blood pressure and heart problems, diabetes. Those are the true health issues that we're supposed to be trying to solve. Impatience is causing a lot of problems for us. But now I want to talk about the people who are doing keto correctly. I want to switch gears. And so for all the people, when I say doing keto correctly, what I mean is all the people who are aiming at eating 20 grams of carbs or less on a daily basis. One of the mistakes that we make is that we don't track. So we might start off tracking. So putting, having some kind of food calculator, weighing our food, tracking what we eat, tracking everything we put in our mouth. So it's either that we were not doing that from the beginning, or because we were, we were believing that I can just tell how many carbs I'm eating, you cannot, or that we start off tracking, but then we get very confident and then we stop tracking. And I can talk from my personal experience of having tracked for the first year and a half. You would think with a year and a half worth of information about the food I eat, you would think with the fact that Violet only eats some very specific foods. I am, I, like I've said a million times on this channel, I do not care about food. I've never cared about food. I was overweight because I don't care about food. So for me to eat the same meal every day, I don't care. I would do that because it makes my life easy. So you would think that me, of all people, I should be able to easily put stuff on my plate and know exactly what's on my plate and stay under 20. And even myself, sometimes when I go back and weigh stuff, because I do like very regularly return to weighing and checking and making sure because I figured out that your hand gets heavy the further away from weighing that you are. So you're putting more and more and more on that plate and not because I want to eat so much more either. It's just normal that you're putting food and you're not really paying attention. So the first thing for all the people who are doing keto correctly to look at, am I tracking? So weighing my food and making sure that I'm actually eating 20 grams of carbs or less. And it also comes back to protein because that was the other thing that I noticed is that I got really good at eating almost like my carb numbers are so low at this point because I just don't enjoy the carbohydrates anymore. But then I started to realize that because I wasn't eating a lot of carbs, I allowed myself to eat more protein, but we have to be careful because protein, excessive amounts of protein can put us over the number anyway, right? Because my body still needs to deal with anything that's in excess important things for us to pay attention to, right? Track the food you're eating. And for the majority of you, especially if you're just getting started, the chance you're going to go over your protein numbers. If you weren't overeating your protein, you're probably not going to overeat your protein in the beginning, but it can happen. You know, part of the reason that it actually matters that I eat a good quality food, 
I want to add this here because I think it's important for everyone to really understand the health portion of keto. It takes seven years for our body to refresh, right? So it, your body is constantly rebuilding itself, doing repairs. It's kind of like you own a house and you don't tear the whole house down and start from scratch. If you live in the house, you do a bathroom and then you do a bedroom and then you do the kitchen and then you like, like you, you grab certain portions of the house, you repair. And while that portion is being repaired, you live in the other parts of the house. And our body's the same way because we can't obviously just scrap it and start over. So your body's constantly fixing things. The health portion of a ketogenic lifestyle is that when we understand the importance of eating appropriately, we choose better quality foods. By choosing better quality foods, we actually give our body great building blocks to build a better quality us. So if I'm doing a ketogenic lifestyle, theoretically, if I start today, seven years from now, in my refresh, it's a body that was built with the best quality foods that I could afford. And so a body that would be much better than the body I built in the previous seven years because I was eating healthy fats, because I was eating fewer carbohydrates. Carbohydrates deteriorate the interior of the body. Fats improve the interior of the body. Most of your body is made of fat. So by eating this way, I help myself. And then of course, good quality protein, the best I can afford, helps my body to have the protein building blocks to build me. I want people to just think about how valuable, how important it is, even if you're not losing weight, to eat a healthy lifestyle that provides you with the building blocks you need to grow the best quality body that you can build. So this kind of brings me into the second point that can happen to people that are doing a, a beautiful job of doing keto is that they are doing keto, they are eating appropriately, they are measuring and tracking their food. Initially their weight goes down and then they get to sort of like what might be considered a plateau or it might even not be a plateau. You might still be losing, but just losing really slowly. And the question becomes, well, why is that happening? Why isn't my weight just kind of going down until I get to where I'm supposed to be? And what I just said about building the healthy body and repairing the healthy body is part of the reason that this can happen. So what happens is this, when I'm eating appropriately, then my body has building blocks to go in and fix things. And here's what's interesting. When I'm eating appropriately, so there aren't excessive amounts of carbohydrates entering my body that's so poisonous that my body is just focused on getting the stuff out, out, out all the time, then what my body actually can do is rather than focusing on getting rid of carbohydrates, it has now space to repair stuff. Now, what usually happens to most people when they eat a healthy ketogenic lifestyle is that they actually begin to eat less because their body has all the energy it needs in one or two meals, rather than needing to constantly be fueling themselves because the sugar needs to get out of the system. So now I'm eating one or two meals and a lot of us, because we do get our information from the good sources that are providing excellent information about keto, like Dr. Berg, Dr. Westman, Dr. Barry, Dr. Mason, Dr. Fung, like so many amazing people that are teaching us how to live a ketogenic lifestyle. Dr. Eckberg, 
um, you know, Dr. Saibis. So when you get great information from these doctors, what happens? Well, you understand that eating this healthy way means that my body can now fix itself. And it all, you also understand that the best time for my body to fix itself is when I'm not actually eating. So we end up shortening our feeding window and then you have more time for body to clean up and your body to rebuild. But during that time, for a lot of us, because repair is more important than weight loss, energy goes to repair and we might not be losing weight as quickly. We need to understand that that's still a valuable thing for our body to engage. We need to understand that the weight regulation will resume when our body is healed. You will get to a healthy weight if you allow yourself to engage a ketogenic lifestyle. You will. It's not maybe. If you eat properly and are not ingesting toxins and poisons, your body will heal itself. And once your body is healed, your weight will regulate. But we need to understand that. So the other thing that people misunderstand is that when they see their weight slowing down, they believe it's not working. And then of course we get back to the other two problems that I mentioned earlier. Well, if it's not working, why am I torturing myself eating this way? Because I haven't gotten used to this food yet. And so I resume eating standard American Canadian diet or I'm impatient and I feel like this isn't going fast enough and I resume eating standard American, standard Canadian diet, not realizing, but that only makes the matters worse. Because honestly, when you go back to eating those ways, what happens? Your weight resumes, right? So it's not even what you've lost. You don't, you don't get to stay there, right? Your weight resumes. Until we're faced with a serious medical problem, sometimes we're not ready to give up tasty foods. I know for myself, I was faced with a serious medical problem. My hip was hurting me like you can't imagine. I couldn't sit for 40 minutes, more than, more than 40 minutes. Well, I couldn't even make it to the 40 minutes, to be honest with you. And I need to sit for 50 minutes at a time, five zero. I couldn't make it to 40 without being in excruciating pain. It was impeding my life. I couldn't do my sports. It was impeding my life. My motivation to solve this was so large. The taste of food that never really mattered to me. I mean, I, let, let me be clear. I like snacking. I couldn't care less about food. So another part of my problem was I like chocolate and I like chocolate chip cookies and I, I like those things. But food, a meal, couldn't care less. So you could see where a lot of the things and where my attention went was more about my addiction than it was about fueling my body. I understand that today. Letting go of the addiction portion was difficult, but it solved that problem. I no longer chase chocolate. I no longer chase junk food. I don't have a taste for that anymore. So now the actual meals, well, I mean, am I ever going to really care about how food tastes in that way? If a meal tastes delicious, that's fun for me. But if it doesn't taste delicious, I'll still eat it if it's healthy because it's just the way I feel about food. Not everybody's like me. It's possible to make delicious meals. My spouse, who does care about the taste of food, makes delicious meals. He puts energy and effort into that, which is what helps him to stay on track. I sincerely couldn't care less. I make things that taste good enough for me, but I'm not searching for recipes. I'm not searching for variety. Everybody needs to know where they are and how food matters in their life so that you can adjust. Right? Because the truth is, if you know that how it tastes is paramount, then you're going to figure out how to make sure that it tastes the way that you're going to be able to maintain this forever. 
don't wait until there's a medical emergency forcing you to make changes because in that situation, the emotional not being able to control your life could lead you to rail against making changes that could save your life. And that actually brings me to the third issue that I see with people who are absolutely making a very good concerted attempt to do keto correctly. Emotionally, when we think we got something, when we think we're doing it well, when we actually are trying and we're still failing, that hurts. And for some people, the reaction is, I'm right and there has to be something wrong with that. And when we take that attitude, we don't double check on ourselves. If I think I'm doing something correctly, even if I'm not, I don't check, I will never actually find out that I'm not doing it correctly. And because I don't find out I'm not doing it correctly, I keep making the same mistake over and over and over and over. And so then I don't actually solve my problem and I end up being sad, right? I end up being frustrated. I end up in a bad situation with me because my health continues to be not what I want it to be. We see this in other situations, right? Where maybe I'm at work and I really think I know what I'm doing and I'm engaging in the activity for work and my supervisor keeps telling me about, you're not doing it right. But I'm like, sure I am, I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm a professional, but I don't actually double check on myself. Violet, are you doing it right? Because I'm insulted that you're even suggesting that I don't know what I'm doing, only maybe later to find out that I actually wasn't doing it right. And that's even worse for me, right? Because it puts us in the position of feeling like the only way that I can be successful is to be perfect and on point all the time. It's not true. Perfection does not exist. The reason that I continually go back and measure my food and weigh my food and make sure that I'm on track is because I know perfection does not exist. There isn't going to be the day where I don't have to check anymore. Because the truth is, every time I make a plate, I make it a little differently because I'm not ever gonna make the same plate exactly the same way, right? And so it's important for me to verify, am I still doing what I think I'm doing? And from week to week and month to month and year to year, what I was doing in 2018 to be totally on track with keto versus what I'm doing today in 2020, if I was believing that I maintained exactly the same thing throughout all that period of time, the chances that that's actually happening are so low because I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. It's important to verify once in a while that you're doing what you think you're doing. And if I wasn't checking, I would never figure it out at one stage that my carbs were over 20. For some reason, accidentally, I was putting more uh, vegetables than I thought, more broccoli, more than I thought. And I waited and realized, oh, I was over. I wasn't feeling well and it showed. And if I wasn't verifying, I wouldn't have noticed that my protein was more than I should have been eating. Again, wasn't feeling well and I verified and it showed. If you're living a ketogenic lifestyle and then something isn't going as you expect, first to clarify if that expectation I have is realistic, but second to clarify that I'm actually doing what I think I'm doing. The other thing to keep in mind is that me making a mistake isn't the only way that the amount of food on my plate could get changed or affected. Because the other thing that happens is the way that I live my day affects how I interact with food. And what I mean by that is if I'm having a difficult day because I'm ill, if I'm having a difficult day because I'm upset with somebody, if I'm having a difficult day 
because I don't have access to my typical foods. If I'm having a difficult day, I'm emotional. If I'm emotional, cortisol, first of all. So the sugar in my body already has been affected. But second of all, if I'm emotional and I'm in any way looking to make myself feel better, there will be a tendency, and I've seen this in myself, to lean towards eating more veg, to lean towards eating more nuts, to lean towards eating the things that are slightly higher in carb. Why? Because my history is still there. In my history, eating carbohydrate heavy foods gave me a dopamine hit, gave me an endorphin rush that made me feel better, right? Now, was I actually solving anything in my life? No. But did I get a rush? Yes. Did it momentarily make me feel better? Yes. Did it last? No. Did it help me to feel bad eventually? Yes. It's important for us to understand that, that our history is still there. And so the tendency to lean towards doing bad behavior, so self-soothing addictive behavior is still kind of sort of still there. I need to understand that. The same way that if I was an alcoholic and I had a horrible day, that I might be pulled towards this. Even just the idea of thinking about a drink would be really good right now might throw me into a bad situation that, right? The most important thing for you to understand is that living a healthy ketogenic lifestyle is about having a healthy body, fueling your body appropriately and giving it the right building blocks and understanding how the body works. Because when you have all of that, your body will regulate the weight on its own because it's not fighting against anything else. Thanks for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, your keto psychologist, and I cannot wait to talk to you guys again next week. If you're interested in helping the channel, Teespring, Patreon in the description below. Love making these videos for you guys.